it going, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Garbage Chronicles. I'm your host, Keith DeMolder. Today on the show, we're talking with a NCAA champion, one of the best golfers of all time. Tiger Woods is jealous of her. That's right, folks. We're talking with a former golfer, good friend of mine from La Cunada, Flint Ridge, California, a place where people just describe it as in between Glendale and Pasadena. <laughs> it's Kaylee Basho. Kaylee, how's it going? It's going great, Keith. I don't think you could have introduced me any better. <laughs> um, but firstly, Kaylee, I just want to say thank you for coming on the pod today. Um, she's a longtime fan, longtime listener, first-time caller, as they say. This is true. <laughs> um, but yeah, how are you doing today? Are you doing well? Just got a, got a little bit of chores going on today? Yeah, exactly. Did a little run to Costco. It, nice. It's been a great day. <laughs> okay, all right. So first, uh, so... What we're talking about on the pod today, something a little bit controversial, um, and you know we're we're a very we're we're a wholesome podcast, so we're not going to swear here, but you guys can guess by the title we're talking about FBs or F boys as they're known as in the common vernacular. Um, but yeah, we're talking about guys who are not necessarily great guys, um, and they've been kind of ridiculed by modern culture, maybe celebrated by some, I don't know. But either way, um, we're talking about them today. We're also talking a little bit about just about casual relationships and, uh, you know, kind of going into the whole, you know, defining the relationship and, you know, what's okay, what's not. Um, And then maybe just in terms of friend zoning, where FBs or FBoys kind of fit into that whole mode. So first, before we talk about that, Kaylee, I want to ask you, are men trash? Yes or no? Why or why not? No, men are not trash. Um, I think that comes from a very skewed perspective of a minority of women who tend to put themselves in situations to be screwed by men and then try to make overly exaggerated comments like men are trash. Um, <laughs> I think there are definitely some trash individuals out there. However, you know, there's a lot of other things going on and there's a reason why they're trash. So maybe maybe that's just a product of their situation. Who knows? But no, men are not trash. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. All right, so uh, you know me. I like to like to dabble in the meme culture uh, on Instagram, Twitter, what, what, what have you. So I came across a tweet online by the Twitter user Ideal Piper. Um, and the the avatar of the guy is, if it's a guy at all, um, is a guy with like a, a, a white mink coat, I think, and then like like an Elvis style button down <laughs> all the way to his belly button type thing, kind of looking like a player. Um, and so he tweeted this out the other day. He said, quote, stop blaming F-boys for being what they are and start dating all the chill dudes that you friend zoned because you can't actually handle a normal relationship and feed off the constant drama to excuse your own lack of maturity and selfish behavior. Um, so I sent this to Kaylee and I, I got her thoughts. And Kaylee, what was your first reaction when you saw this post? My first reaction was like, well, it has some validity, but at the same time, the issue that I came across was. A lot of reasons why I friend zone guys or I've been friend zoned is that there isn't just that there just isn't that attraction that you really have with that person. So you're kind of just like, oh, they're probably more friends. So from that standpoint, 
to like go after or to try to be with those friend zone guys is kind of like settling or like not necessarily settling but like how do I explain it it's like trying to push someone into a box that's just not going to fit into that box it's like trying to get a square into a circle it's just it's if the attraction's not there it's not going to work right for the most part and that's that's something we kind of talked about uh with uh Jordy and I last podcast. Unfortunately, folks, we had to take down the last podcast uh, due to company regulations, and that's all I will say about that. But we talked about friend zoning, and it's kind of the, that same thing. I think the main reason why dudes or girls or what have you are friend zone is the fact that it's just not the the attraction's just not there for whatever reason. Um, and and I think another thing is too that kind of gets lost in that shuffle, Kaylee. I don't know if you agree with this or not, but I think there are certain people that you can find objectively attractive that, that are your friends or, or whoever that you don't necessarily are attracted to. Like you can objectively find them very pretty or very handsome or what have you, but for some reason you wouldn't think of dating them. Would you say that's the case? Oh, definitely. There are yeah. definitely individuals like that out there. <laughs> have you ever, have you ever uh, been told that before by a guy like, oh, like I think you're super pretty, but like I'm not into you? Yes, definitely. I've really? Definitely been told that. Or like when you go to a guy for like an opinion on something and they're like, oh, you're beautiful. Like you don't need to worry about it. But then, you know, it would never work out in that way <laughs> for whatever reason it is. Right, right. Um, so just going back to the uh, the tweet itself. So, um, you know, I, I put it on the uh, the Instagram and I put a poll on there and I said just a poll colon is it true question mark and one answer was yes the other answer was no um so as it stands as we're recording the pod here at 5 30 mountain time it's 29 to 23 in terms of votes yes to no so a majority of people and this includes uh people from all over the spectrum you know girls and guys um in both sides however i will say for a majority of the no's it is women which i think is interesting um, but for the yeses, I think uh, it's it's pretty mixed bag. A lot more guys, of course. Um, but yeah, what do you think of that? I mean, like it's almost like sixty-five to thirty-five for yes. You know, it's it's a very bold statement to make. Um, for some reason, it kind of comes to me as being the point of view of someone who has been friend zoned maybe a couple too many times and is kind of salty about it. Um, (laughs) Or like maybe, you know, it's coming from that guy who's just the nice guy and just continues to get friend zoned and um, is just so like frustrated that all of his girlfriend friends that are girls end up going after boys. So, you know, it, I see both sides. Um, there's a lot, like I said, there's a lot of aggression going on here. <laughs> the the calling out you can't handle a normal relationship and feed off the constant drama to excuse your own lack of maturity and selfish behavior. I mean, that's... It's pretty sad. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, you know, there's, there's also... Are you really attracted to that friend zone guy? Who, who's really, who is ideal Piper and what perspective does he have on the situation you know I, right who knows like what where is he coming from why does he have this point of view it's kind of interesting right and, and here's actually kind of something that popped in my mind right now when i was thinking about it because again like you know 
as much as Ideal Piper might be this guy who looks like Elvis, you know, an Elvis wannabe, <laughs> uh, he could, you know, could be a she, could be whoever. Uh, we don't know. Right. You know, it's the internet. Um, here was my kind of mode of thinking about it. You know, as much as, yeah, it could be easily. You see plenty of these guys online who uh, cry. They cry nice guy. They say, oh, I'm a nice guy. Like, why won't I get any girls? Blah, 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 blah. Um, and there's plenty of guys that will get, you know, hundreds of thousands of likes and favorites on Twitter and all that good stuff. Um, but what I wonder, though, and I think maybe you've been here. Maybe your friends have been here. I know I've been here. Um, where you're a frustrated friend, maybe. Where... You, you have a, a person in your life, a friend, who keeps going after F-boys and, you know, cries like, oh, why won't I find a nice guy, yada, yada. And uh, that's where I think this guy might be coming from is he's just frustrated at his girlfriends or, you know, dude friends or whoever going after poor quality, you know, quality guys and just getting annoyed that they keep doing it. And it's like, well, you need to look at yourself. Stop blaming these guys for being the way they are. I don't know if you see it that way, but... Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. That could totally be the case. Um, lots of girls out there just throwing themselves at these guys who just <laughs> don't have a care in the world for them. Um, but, you know, I guess the real question that I'm having that just magically popped into my head is how are we really defining F-boy? Right. You know? What really is an F-boy in what makes them blame what makes women blame them for being f boys and kind of like what is your perspective on that keith oh wow the the, the interviewee asking the interviewer here i see a little tables are turned here uh well since you brought it up i looked it up on urban dictionary as i do with all these shows <laughs> um so an f boy the top definition the top definition a f boy is a guy with the <laughs> with the body of a man and the mind of a perverted teenager he has no heart, just a penis that he uses to paint the town, which is a little bit uh, grotesque, <laughs> and I apologize for those younger viewers out there. Um, another, Very metaphorical. Yeah. <laughs> another, uh, yeah another website said, uh, an F-boy is a man who has sex with women without the intention of developing a relationship with them outside of the bedroom. So I, I, think, there's, I think it's losing important context here. I think the definition, in my opinion, is a little bit too simple. I don't know. What, what would you say you define an F-boy as in your in your own kind of perspective? Um, kind of like the first definition, but a little bit more. Um, just someone who doesn't really take advantage of women, but takes advantage of their emotions and kind of like, quote unquote, plays them in the sense of like, okay, I'm going to say what I need to say to get you into bed. And then after that happens, um, I'll just end it there. Right. So kind of like a combination of the two, but at the same time, I think uh, the most important thing is that these guys are manipulating emotionally women for the most part, or, you know, if there are fuck girls out there, F girls out there, <laughs> then, um, <laughs> then emotionally manipulating men into sleeping with them and then kind of, um, dumping them to the side after getting what they want. Um, does that... What, what do you think, Keith? What do you think about that definition? No, that definitely makes sense. I, I think I think the key that you kind of kind of nailed it on the head right there is the fact that there has to be kind of a manip um, excuse me a manipulation of sorts that happens, and I think that's where girls get upset. I think it's not because uh, what I want to say is like I think there's a big difference between someone, a guy or girl, because again, like uh, you know, a couple people pointed out. So so I put this poll on Instagram and then. 
you know, a bunch of people responded in the DM, replying to it like, oh, I agree, oh, I disagree, whatever. Um, and this one girl who, you know, a good friend of mine, said, uh, you know, there's also F girls out there who, you know, will do the same thing. You know, it's not just a gender thing, um, which is, you know, important to recognize. But I think for a majority, it's, it's a lot of guys. Um, but as I was saying, there's a huge difference between um, a guy who is an F boy and a guy who's just looking for something casual. Um, and I think that's like a huge differentiator because, I don't know, I think that to label all guys who are just looking for something casual, like a, you know, a friends of benefits situation, a, a casual relationship with no strings attached, um, an NSA as they call it, uh, I don't think those guys are F boys because, you know, there's certain like places you're in life where you just can't handle a full on relationship. Um, you know, you might be moving like myself <laughs> a bunch of times, you're in school, you're graduating. Uh, there's plenty of reasons why you can't get into a long-term relationship and that you want something casual. Um, so I don't think that all guys or girls who want something casual are necessarily bad for it. Um, what I think is the difference is like, as you said, the manipulation where you're kind of leading someone on to think that, oh, this could be something a little bit more serious. Um, and then after, you know, you have a one night stand, like the guy just ghosts and that's it. Um, so, I mean, I guess like the question I have for you is like, how do people who, you know, want something casual, you know, just something casual, how do they go about doing that without being labeled as an F boy? You know, that's definitely a tough one. Um, but to really differentiate, in my opinion, a casual, desiring a casual relationship and being an F boy is being able to communicate clearly what the, what your boundaries are, what your situation is kind of like before, like before anything escalates in the bedroom or anything like that. Say, you know, in your situation, Keith, you're leaving in however much time. And if you were to look for something casual and be like, Hey, I'm Keith, I'm blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And I am, Going to sounds be like an, with you. Sounds like an Alcoholics uh, Anonymous meeting. Like, <laughs> hi, Keith. Yes, we're all looking for casual relationships. Um, Otherwise known I... as Tinder. That's, that's what's good. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I <laughs> am not looking for a long term. Um, however, I do want to have a good time for the last amount of time that I'm going to be in Montana. That kind of situation. Just being really honest and open and upfront. Right. And I think girls will respect girls or boys, if this is a girl, sure. will respect that more than kind of like letting people like have that possibility or like imagine what the potential could be and then having the rug pulled under them right does that make sense oh yeah no i definitely not i i i'm with you like that's why usually if i'm ever um getting involved with someone that's why i asked that question early um is because you know it could be you know vice versa you know i'm looking for something more serious there maybe not and so like that's why as we get into our next topic, if you want. But, you know, the DTR, defining the relationship, is super essential. And and a lot of people are comfortable about it because they've never done it really, but defining the relationship is super huge because, like, basically, and it's kind of, it's on both parties to have that conversation Um, because, like, if you don't have that conversation, you're just in this, like, relationship limbo, and nobody likes that. Um, where one person thinks it's more serious than the other. Um, 
and then it just like it just uh you know it makes it makes for a bad time basically for i I can't really not really super eloquent on that but like i mean what is your your philosophy on that on like defining the relationship because i know there's some people that um get kind of scared away by by dtring so like what has been your personal experience with that um i definitely say my personal experience has been more like I'm just a really, I talk a lot. (laughs) And like, so when I am like in that situation, I am going to be communicating as much as possible because I want there to be as little of confusion as to what's going on. Um, I know some people kind of get uncomfortable or they get uh, kind of, they just think like, oh, this is moving too serious too fast. And it's kind of like that same thing. (laughs) Are we cutting in and out? No, 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 we're good. Okay, sorry. Let me let me go back. Um, so, just being overly, overly over communicating has always been my policy. Just because I want to make sure that everyone is on the same page, right. and like that's the best way to prevent kind of having the these kind of like oh I thought you wanted this or oh I thought you wanted that, and then there being some sort of conflict. So if you over over communicate from the beginning, then it's it's less likely to happen, and you know being able to be comfortable with your feelings your emotions kind of where you're at is a huge part in like growing with someone so I think that that's the most important thing and yes it's uncomfortable and it's kind of taboo sometimes because I know people get pushed off by it but it also depends on the person and just everything you know there's a lot piece a lot of pieces moving and you just got to try to see if they align at the same time what do you think, Keith? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a lot. But. No, no, I, I was going to say, uh, that's, that's honestly, you, you hit the nail on the head. Like, you laid it down perfectly. Um, yeah, what is this? I, I'm, supposed to, I'm supposed to be interviewing you. This is... <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, kidding. come on. Keith DeMolder, we need We need, we need the insight. More. Yeah, that's fair. More uh, Keith. This is a conversation. That's how it works, two-way street. Um, wh- what I will say is, like, I mean, yeah, you hit the nail right on the head. Like, oh, and, and it's super important uh, that you mentioned, like, how having the DTR conversation is super essential for any long-term relationship. I mean, because if you can't, I mean, we saw with The Bachelor, like Victoria F. I mean, clearly just having a lot of trouble. I mean, if you watch the whole show, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, Pilot Pete is a, a little bit of a different story. But, you know, to bring it back to The Bachelor, like a lot of his hesitations with girls um, you know, obviously one is maybe just didn't have the chemistry, but two, if the chemistry was there, then like he, he felt insecure about the relationship because she wasn't able to be emotionally vulnerable with him or open up. And like, I mean, we saw that with Madison. I mean, Madison, um, again, we have not yet watched the newest episode where the women tell all. So that's, that's coming up tonight. But, um, like, I think, yeah, being emotionally able to communicate early on yeah it's kind of sets that foundation for the rest of the relationship um because if you just keep having miscommunication after miscommunication it's just it's not gonna it's not gonna lead to a healthy relationship you know where people aren't on the same page and that leads to to bigger issues you know definitely being honest open communicating your feelings as much as possible that's the best way to go about it yeah and and i think i think honestly too like I think the reason why a lot of guys won't do the DTR, I think honestly it's it's out of it's out of fear. It's not necessarily, I mean, yeah, there's 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 the one part of like it's uncomfortable because it's just kind of 
you know, you haven't like done it before. Um, it's just kind of an awkward conversation to have because, you know, like when you when you're when you're <laughs> courting is the wrong word, but you know, I'm old fashioned, so that's the first thing that came to mind. But when you're like courting a girl or you're, you're starting to flirt and talk to them, um, you want to like concentrate on your connection and, and what you have in common, things like that, and just having a good time. And so some people they don't want to have the DTR because it's like, oh, like why does it have to get so serious so quickly? Um, but honestly, if, if you know how to do it right, it's not a big deal. It's just, and it, and it saves, the ultimate point is it saves both of you time and emotions, like later. 100%. And like, main thing for guys, I don't know, I don't know if it's the same thing for girls, but um, they're mainly, they don't do it because they're mainly afraid of, mainly afraid of commitment, or they're mainly afraid of like losing the girl. I think that's, in my experience, that's mainly what, what has happened, because you don't want to rock the boat. You don't want to scare them away by, like, saying, oh, well, what is this when you've only gone on, like, a couple dates, that sort of thing. Um, and it's a little bit early. So I think timing of the DTR is important. Um, but I think also, too, like, you know, for a guy's perspective, they don't want to have it because what if your, um, you know, your expectations or your needs are different? Like, what if this person's looking for a serious relationship and you're looking for a casual one? then it's not going to work. But at the same time, it's better that you had that conversation. That way you can save both of you guys' time, both of you know your, your times. Because I think that's where a lot of people you know, get upset is when their time is wasted. And when they're, in, especially being intimate physically, that's not something that a lot of people can do off the bat. So if they're giving that to someone and then they find out that, oh, this person was only using me for that, they can get pissed off. And like, you know, when they thought that it was something more emotionally, uh, you know, emotionally fulfilling, I guess. So like, I don't know, have you ever had any experiences where you had like a miscommunication um, in kind of like relationship expectations and like where you didn't have a DTR and it went badly? Like, did you ever have that? And if so, like, did you learn from it? Um, yeah, I was talking to this one guy and we had like kind of DTR'd at the beginning but then like not really and we never really brought it up again and then like next thing I know we're still like talking friendly bantering and then he has a girlfriend so I was just Oof. very confused <laughs> um but you know I think another part of not wanting to DTR comes from that fear of rejection and like kind of like what you said that fear of having these mismatched kind of expectations or these mismatched ideas of what they want out of this granted it's a lot easier to openly communicate and then deal with the consequences in the moment than waste that time as you've already discussed however you know that is going to be a barrier to a lot of people in defining the relationship but you know, as I've grown up a little bit and gone through college, gone through high school, been through a lot of different situations, I'd say my, as I've matured, I've been able to more effectively define the relationship, kind of like you said, at the right time, at the right place, where like, right. okay, it's not like, oh, we've been on one date, like, are we boyfriend and girlfriend now? <laughs> or is it like, um, okay, we've been hanging out for a little bit, like, kind of like, where are you at? What do you think? Are you talking to anyone else? Like, what's what's going on here? And 
just making sure that everyone's on the same page, everyone's kind of, like, moving together, and, or if not, then, you know, be like, okay, maybe I see you as more than just a friend, or maybe, um, I'm just not in a place, I'm not emotionally available for this, or maybe I'm just getting out of a relationship, and, like, I was just looking for someone to talk to. I mean, there's a lot of different reasons why people can or cannot be in a relationship, and being really open with not only the person you're talking to, but with yourself, and being honest, as to where you are, I mean, there are plenty of people who get out of relationships and then they decide, you know what, I'm going to go try to jump into another one really fast. <laughs> I don't know if that's the best, <laughs> the best for either parties, but right. it's, it's a tough situation because you've got one person who could still potentially have feelings for their ex-partner and then someone else who's completely ready to be in a relationship. And that, I mean, honestly, that's kind of, like what happened on The Bachelor a little bit. I mean, Peter's obviously still has some sort of feelings for Hannah Brown, and then he's trying to build some new relationships, and it's like everyone knows he had this, like, super intense relationship, super heavy, super hot relationship with Hannah, and he's trying to build... You're saying that everybody doesn't do what they did in the windmill? You're saying that's not a normal thing? I, I, you know, I don't, I don't think Madison would have done what oh, he did in oh, the windmill, but not. you know, um, priorities, values, everyone's different. Everyone has true. their own beliefs, um, which is great, but you know, some, sometimes there are situations that we put ourselves in or are put in and not being honest could be the worst situation. Right. And then another really horrible thing that could potentially happen if you don't DTR is assuming Uh, that you guys are in the same place, you know? Yep. And what does assuming do? do? It makes an A out of you and me. So (laughs) let's... um, I, I just think assuming in general is just not a good thing to do. And just being as honest and open would be the best situation for every party. Right. Um, yes. Yeah. No, it's it's definitely true. I mean, that's the thing is like, because, uh, again, like, I think a lot of times, um, you know, I think as uh, personally, I mean, there's a reason why I'm a journalist, because I love the truth. <laughs> I know it sounds really stupid and people might roll their eyes, but it's true. Like, I, I appreciate honesty more than anything else. I, I think everybody does. Nobody likes to be lied to. Um, and I think that you know, for both parties, when they get upset, when they use the term FB or F-boy, it's because, you know, I think that's the thing. So so there's sometimes where, um, you know, somebody won't necessarily straight up lie, but they won't reveal their whole truth, I guess. Um, and I think that's super key when it comes to relationships. Like, if someone's just looking for something very casual and... and that sort of thing, um, like, I, I don't know. I think that like, you have to you have to kind of be very clear about it because then it, it could just get messy when it comes to emotions, you know. Um, and I think the other thing too that you mentioned was important was being honest with yourself because I think there might be certain situations where um, you go into it knowing that the other person is just for looking for something casual, um, and you know yourself that you want something more. But you like still want to be with that person, so you're like, oh no, it's okay. Like, maybe I can, maybe I can like woo them <laughs> into a relationship with me. Have you ever been in that that stage where you're trying to like 
you know, turn something casual into something more serious? What person or okay, I'll I'll admit to doing this. I've definitely tried to change people. <laughs> and I think that is so tragic because people aren't going to change unless they want to change and thinking, "Oh, I can turn them into a non-FB." Oh, honey, good luck. <laughs> you are in for a emotional turmoil, emotional roller coaster. Like it doesn't work like that. Right. Um which is so tough because, you know, how many people go into these situations are like, "No, no, but he's different with me." Or, "No, no, but he like he treats everyone else like that, but it's not with me. Like he he <laughs> talks to me differently." Or like many different situations like kind of like that he gave me a cooler at the sick high luau like come on exactly like or or he looks at me differently or i can tell by the way he talks to me that he means it right like no sweetie you're (laughs) not it's it doesn't work like that like don't get me wrong there are plenty of situations where like a girl may be able to change a guy because he wants to change for her but for the most part, FBs are not going to be doing that. Right, right. They're just... Oh, they're just going out trying to do what they want to do. <laughs> kind of having no... I think another thing we could add to the definition is that they don't have a regard for the other party's feelings. Ooh, very true. Because um, I actually have a friend right now who it's killing me that he's doing this, but... He's with a girl that he sees no future with, and he just, he, he's like, I just know how to say the right thing, and it'll shut her up. Oh. And then, you know, it's comfortable, and it kills me because I'm like, you're not that guy. Like, don't be that guy. And right. he's like, why? I only care about me. And, mm. like, granted, there's a lot of history, and she ended up hurting. Bottom line, it's, it's that selfishness. It's that being, like... I don't know if it's, like, ignorance or, like, kind of, like, um, selective knowledge as to what another girl is thinking or, like, right. kind of, like, what's going on or just having a general disregard of any other person's emotions. Um, but, you know, there are some guys who just are or, or girls that are just in that point in life where, you know, maybe they were that friend-zoned guy or girl and you know they're just tired of it and they're like you know what i'm just gonna go and do what i want and i don't care what anyone else thinks of me or what anyone else feels and i'm just gonna do what's gonna get me from point a to point b get my needs met and then move on you know there are plenty of fish in the sea and hopefully that's not super prevalent i don't i haven't come across a lot of these types of people so i hope it's not pretty common but i something tells me that it's a pretty common situation that people run into um have you ever run into someone like that keith who has just <laughs> kind of like played you who, who like says the right things is that what you're asking like your friend yeah and then and then you realize wait a minute they said these things but they didn't mean it because their actions reflected a different point of view or right. you know just having that mismatch there and then getting hurt in the end is there have you ever had a situation like that well, okay. Uh, before I answer that question, there's like there's a lot, there's a lot to unpack of what you just said. So I think, in response to the whole, so okay, a lot on this podcast, I'll talk about like like common decency or common courtesy, which I think as of late has kind of been going down. Personally, that's just my personal opinion. 
but we'll, we'll talk a lot about that. Kind of like, you know, common sense, which ironically enough these days isn't really common. <laughs> um, so if we talk about like, you know, your friend who, um, you know, kind of says <laughs> says the right things to, to, to shut the other girl up, which is just so tragic because like, you know, we should always be nice to people. But like you never want to lie or lead someone on, and I think that's like that's a, that's another vein that we could get into with this whole thing. Oh gosh, one hundred percent. And I think that's what makes an FB an FB. Personally, I think the the bottom line is like an FB is someone who leads a girl to think that along with their physical uh, activities, that there is an emotional connection there, or or you know same thing with an F girl or whatever. When in reality. For that F boy or F girl, it's just about the physical nature. That's it. And so that's like, so like when it comes to, to guys, you know, or your friend saying whatever to, you know, make this person feel good, like you're essentially lying to them by leading them on. You're, you're making them think that you're in for a bigger commitment than you actually are. You think that there's, you know, an emotional connection there when there isn't. Um, and that's manipulation. Saying the right things to make someone feel some a certain way, that's that's terrible. That's wrong. Um, and that girl who he's with deserves to know that. That he's not doesn't see a future with her. Now again, so I wanna I wanna preface this whole pod by saying, so I think that like like I said earlier with the definition of like people wanting something casual and having the right to seek something casual, I think that's very important. Like I think freedom to, to do whatever you want romantically is imperative um, in this day and age. Like, if you don't want to be with someone, you don't have to be with someone. Like, that's just, <laughs> that should be the rule all the time. Um, and, you know, so, so I'm a big champion of that. Like, if you want to, you know, be casual with as many partners as you want, safely, of course, always use protection, um, then, then do that. Like, if that's what you want, then do that. Um, you know, we shouldn't you know, that gets in a whole, you know, slut shaming conversation, but that's, that's for another day. But the point is like having the freedom to do what you want is important. Like if I don't want to be in a relationship, I don't have to be in a relationship. But the bottom line is like, you have to communicate that to someone. And if like, if you're going through the motions, um, and you tell someone, oh yeah, I'm looking for, I'm looking for something serious, whatever, whatever. And then you like, and then in the end, you're just like, eh, I'm actually not. Like, sorry for wasting your time. Then, like, how do you expect that other person to feel? Like, you just wasted their time, but more so their, like, emotional energy. And that's what screws people over. Is that, like, they have people that waste their time and hurt them, and that other person, the person who hurt them doesn't think of their feelings. They just think, oh, well, I, I got my, my physical gratification. Like, that's all I care about. Um, and that's what makes an F-boy an F-boy is not realizing like what they say and what they do matters to people you know that was amazing couldn't have said it better myself i think <laughs> we just got the best definition of f boy and we should throw that on urban dictionary <laughs> exactly we should just, just put a link to the pod on the uh, just, just a little <laughs> hyperlink on on urban dictionary yes absolutely um okay so so we, we kind of strayed away from this a little bit um but, oh, oh, sorry. W one last point I wanted to mention. Um, so uh, just about, like, you know, people not taking people's feelings into account. It's, so, like, along with the whole freedom thing of, like, you have the freedom to, like, 
you know, seek whatever relationship you want to be casual or not casual. That's within your own right. And you completely have the freedom to do that. Like, um, I think that, you know, there's, there's kind of this, like, in my opinion, it's a little like toxic of this whole, like, I don't owe you anything kind of mentality that, that kind of goes around. And I don't know if you've ever, ever heard that like phrase, like, I don't know if your, your guy friend that you're talking about has ever said that, but like, like, what do you think about that? I've definitely heard it come out of his mouth. Like, I don't owe you anything. Granted, like I said, there's a lot of history in that relationship. So like there was some, uh, that went the other way, but besides the point, yeah, that I don't owe you anything like, Oh, it's just so toxic, so uncomfortable. And it's just painful to, like, hear that. Like, part of me is, like, you should try to treat every single person with as much kindness as possible. And to, like, knowingly lie or manipulate someone and just be completely oblivious or okay with it is just so just horrible. I mean, no one deserves to be emotionally manipulated in any area of life. Right. Especially when you're trying to select someone that we have, like, in the only situation where we have so much agency to choose, like, kind of who we're going to be spending the rest of our lives with. Like, this is the one time where you really need to be cognizant of what's going on and, like, to be manipulated, to be lied to, to be set, to hear the right things and think things are going one way and then to have them not be and then to have the rug pulled under you. I mean, it's hard to bounce back from that. It's also hard to go through that. And, you know, I mean, there are some people out there who are so scared to get back on that horse because they have gone through such an emotional, just, I like using the phrase rug pulling, because you had no idea someone felt that way or, you know, it's, it's so painful. Traumatic. I'll just say that. It's traumatic dramatic it doesn't need to be that hard like come on let's just be honest people right and if we're like you know and there's also something that i think is really important in a relationship it's always okay to change your mind like i know that that's a little straying away from that's controversial no i'm kidding (laughs) Um, but like you know, it's okay to change your mind. It's okay to not like the way someone does something or to have right. some conflict, cause issues. And yes, there are a lot of people out there, but um, it's not like you DTR and then you're stuck in that relationship for the rest of your life. You know, you can continue to DTR throughout the relationship and then be able to, you know, say, you know what, I don't know if this is really going to work. And I thought that this was what I wanted, but maybe it isn't. Like, that's totally fine. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that as long as you're open. Now, if you're... Now, this is another thing. If you change your mind and you're not communicating that your mind is being changed or, like, that there are the, some other situations because you're afraid the other person is going to get hurt, you're going to hurt the person even more by waiting and lying to them. Yep. So just be honest and upfront and that's the best you can do in a relationship honesty trust all that good stuff communication <laughs> go for it yeah. go have some great relationships <laughs> it, it, it's funny because it sounds so like boring when you say stuff like that. No, i'm not saying you're boring 
But oh, I said, no, it, but, it's but, definitely boring, and it's definitely painfully, like, cliche, which yeah. is totally fine. But but it's true, but, though. I mean, that's, as much as we all like to kind of think that we're too good for, you know, certain healthy behaviors or whatever, it's true. Like, we need to be honest and, and have these hard conversations. Um, I think you hit the nail on the head uh, perfectly. Like, I think that, um, yeah, living, like, Again, it sounds so dumb. It's like, live your truth. But, like, it's true. You need to live your truth. Like, live truthfully all the time. Um, and if you're, and, and trust me, I think you've, I mean, I've definitely been there. I'm sure you've been there. Everybody's been there where, like you like you mentioned, you're in a, you're in a relationship, a flirtationship, whatever. Let's say, um, and I think that's, that's kind of the line. So, like, there'll be certain times where, um, guys or girls will get upset because a guy changes their mind or a girl changes their mind in a relationship where they say, you know what? I I don't think I can handle this sort of, um, commitment or whatever. So I think like that act in and of itself. So you saying to somebody, Hey, like, I'm sorry. Like you mentioned, like, I'm sorry. I just, I just can't handle this, um, you know, emotionally. And, you know, I don't think we're a great match. I think that there's certain things that we lack, whatever that act in and of itself is fine. Like you're, you're completely allowed to change your mind. Um, sometimes something's just not working and you got to be honest with yourself and say, you know what? Like, I don't, I, I don't, we shouldn't be together. And that's totally cool. And I think the important thing is, like you said, don't wait because when you wait, I mean, imagine like, you know, like when, when you say the phrase, oh, I'm falling in love with you or whatever, like imagine someone's literally falling down a mountain, like if, and, you know, say that's a relationship or whatever, not like it's like, oh, you're falling to your death or something, but <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, to, to, to kind of like, you know, physically manifest it. Like, so if someone's rolling down the mountain and you're not rolling with them, they're going to still stay rolling. They're going to still keep falling, you know, for you until you say something otherwise. So like, if you wait a long time, that's time that they're never going to get back. And that's emotional commitment and, and emotional kind of I what the word is like sustenance if you will for lack of a better term like their emotions are going to keep getting wrapped up in you until you Mm -hmm. say how you feel and that's not fair to them Mm -hmm. like and and trust me preach it Keith (laughs) preach it well and here's here's the thing though too like I've been there where like trust me like I know it takes time to, to figure that out like there are some times where you don't know where you know you don't want to call it too early you don't want to say, you know what, like, you know, you don't want to exit a relationship too quickly. You, you want to give it a shot, right? Yeah. Um, but there are times, I'm sure you've been there, I've been there, where you don't know. Where you're just like, I just don't know. I'm not 100% sure. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, s- sometimes it does take time. But I think when you do know for certain, um, you should tell your partner. Or if it's like, say it's a long-term relationship. You've been in, say you've been in for a year and a half. I mean, there's plenty of couples, like there's kind of like roadblocks. You know, this is from How I Met Your Mother, but there's like mm-hmm. exits on a relationship. <laughs> and it's like, it's like a day, a week, a month, six months, a year, like a year and a half, or it's like two years and then like 20 years or something. And so I think like, say you've been going out for tw- for, for two years or something um, and you're, you're not feeling it or whatever, like... I'm sure there's the best thing to do is just talk to your partner about it. Like, especially if you've been with them that long, like, and maybe they'll help quell your doubts 
maybe they'll say like, why are you feeling this way? Like maybe this is something we can work on. And like having that emotional vulnerability, having that that openness to talk about your issues together is is just it cannot be stated enough how important that is. Cause imagine if you get over that, you get over that doubt, like boom, you can get over anything. Definitely. Couldn't it's so true. Um, something that just hit my mind while you were talking about these roadblocks and kind of that whole uh, high much mother thing. Um, now, what about the F boys? Now I know we're kind of going back to the F boy oh, idea. I'll, now what? It, <laughs> not not to interrupt you. Oh. I was going to say I think I might be prefacing your 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 question here. I think you were going to ask what makes them so attractive. Is that what you're going to say? No. Okay. Well, we could talk okay. about we could talk about that in a sec. But we sorry. can talk about that in a sorry, second. Sorry, sorry. No, no worries, no worries. So, you know, a lot of these situations, like my friend who is just saying the right things and just getting what he wants out of it, right, um, arise out of fear. You know, he's afraid he's not going to find anyone better, but yet he also knows that she's not right for him. Mm. So. In these F-boy kind of situations, I, I'm kind of coming to this question. As an F-boy, are you emotionally manipulating people? Are you telling them this, what they want to hear? Because you're afraid that they're going to see the real you and reject you. You know, just that fear of rejection and that fear of, like, truly being who you are. Because underneath an f like. I don't know what it's like to be an F-boy. I'm not an F-boy. But per se, I was. I would genuinely wonder what it would take to get them... Like, obviously, everyone wants to be in a relationship. Everyone knows that's the end game. Not everyone. A lot of people know that's the end game. And, like, if you are an F-boy, if you are sleeping around, if you are manipulating people, like, is that a reflection of like your own insecurity about Mm. kind of like, am I worthy of love or am I just worthy of, am I just a pretty face that can get whatever I want? And I'm just going to go after all of these challenges. Oh, that got really aggressive, really fast. I'm going to call the fire department. These are some flaming hot (laughs) takes right now. What what do you think about that? Keith? I mean, that's, that's thinking from the perspective of the F boy, like there's gotta be something going on there yeah no it's it's so so again like to kind of like make a a clear distinction between someone who uh is you know securing themselves and just wants something casual you know totally fine there are those people and then there's the f-boy the people so i think truly it does come so in my opinion and this will kind of go into a little bit of the conversation in a sec about like what makes them so attractive so i think that what they've what they've done is kind of figured out what girls want. Um, and they've kind of, they, they, again, that's why people are called like players because they play the system. They play the game and they that's how they get girls is by like, you know, just kind of, you know, gaming the system, saying the right things as, as you mentioned. Um, and so I think that like they themselves lack, you know, I think they, they find joy you know, psychotically <laughs> in, in kind of like being able to man- manipulate them. 
you know, it's it's a game. It's it's kind of a it's fun to them. And I think that there's and this is like a whole other kind of conversation, but like there I mean as a guy, so again, like as a guy, we're celebrated and this is the double standard that exists with with girls is as a guy we're celebrated for being uh physically demonstrative in a lot of ways but but especially so with women um and so you know we see guys that get a lot of girls it's like oh that guy's so sick like you know he's always with girls blah 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 and we're and guys kind of a, a little bit champion those dudes for their ability to physically demonstrate themselves um and so and so guys get pride out of that they get joy you know out of getting girls you know getting the chase like kind of you know they're like fishermen the catch and release that whole thing um mm-hmm. and that's what that's that's what it attracts these f boys to do that um because you know and, and trust me like i've been at you know a time in my life where you know you know where it's fun where you get girls and it's like oh wow this is cool like i could actually do this um <laughs> but if you have a conscience <laughs> you know that like if you're leading girls on and being manipulative it's wrong you know there is nothing wrong with healthily being casual with people or whatever um, and being yourself and being genuine and honest and, and girls being attracted to you because of those qualities, not because of you manipulating them or saying the right things. Um, and I think that's like a key difference because if you're being fake and just like saying whatever you need to, to kind of get with the girl and that's what that's kind of what it, going back earlier, like kind of the F boy mentality, like F boys are super charming and they, they mm-hmm. say the right things at the right time. They'll, you know, give girl flowers. They'll be funny and like, they'll do all the right things, but like their intentions are poor because their intentions yes. are to be, to be just physical with somebody. Physically rewarded for their actions. Right. And that's the thing, like as a guy, so say if, you're trying to get in a relationship, you should be doing all those nice things and, you know, just being a good guy and, and being overly charming or whatever because you're trying to get, you know, get the girl to commit to you. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing that and, like, a girl's starting to fall for you, then, like, that's where, you know, people take issue because it's like your your intentions are not masking – or are not, sorry, your, your intentions are not imitating your act, your, your, your motives, I guess. Or sorry, your actions. Mm-hmm. Like, your actions and intentions are different. So if a guy is saying certain things or acting a certain way and it does not match, like, his intentions, then that's wrong. And that's kind of what... So, sorry, roundabout way to answer your question. <laughs> I, I don't know where it all stems from. Again, uh, like I mentioned, it, it stems from, like, the societal pressure on guys to, to be, you know, physically, you know, again, demonstrative, as I mentioned. Um, I think part of it, you know, it could also be just the time in a life. Like you're, you know, you're going through a lot of transitions. You just can't handle something emotionally. That's fine. But I think too, it's, it's insecurity. Maybe I think you're right. Like you said, um, it's a, you know, part of it's maybe bad examples set by his friends. Um, Mm -hmm. and there's, there's a lot of, or the, or the media, you know, or the media or, or media, um, television stories you know all these things that are propelling this idea that sleeping with a lot of women is um like like you said a champion thing kind of like 
I, the, as we were talking about this situation, I mean, I just see an image of Barney Stinson, um, (laughs) (laughs) the ultimate F boy. And just, you know, he's got all these plays. He's got, it's, it's a game to him. And, um, you know, it's like they, in love, they, these kinds of people, they love the challenge. It's like, Oh, challenge accepted. Like, you think I can get that girl? Like challenge accepted. I got this. And they will say whatever they need to say to get her in bed or wherever. And that's just Oh goodness! It's looking back on how I met your mother as a whole and his character development throughout the entire show. Mm-hmm. It's both kind of like you know he's got this hole inside of him, kind of propelling him to try to prove himself or kind of be this big man who can get whoever he wants. Right, and then. On the other side, you've got, you know, Marshall, who's been in a committed relationship for how long? Since college. And, it, I mean, the dynamics on that show are just so vastly different. Um, you've got, I mean, as in all of the sitcom shows, there are the different character types that kind of everyone can connect to. Mm-hmm. But, um yeah, I, I just see this glaring image of Barney Stinson, just the ultimate F-boy. Yeah. No, it's and it's funny, like, so when you're talking about Barney, I, I laughed because for us, it's funny because it's, it's just so outlandish how how much of an F-boy he is, right? You know, the right. fact that he's, you know, that he dresses up as an old man or whatever to get with a girl or like, you know, like that one episode, he talks like a dolphin. You know, that sort of thing. Like, yeah. like those two us are comical because it's just so outlandish and silly. But in real life, it, it gets to a point where it's just sad. Yeah, I mean, even thinking back on it, it's just I get this feeling of just looking at him and just feeling like, oh, I feel sorry for him. Like, pity, yeah. kind of like he's kind of pathetic. Like he's got like at some point it's like you got to grow out of that and obviously for him he didn't really quote unquote grow out of it until he ended up finding out he was a father but at the same time oh i just spoiled oh forget it um at the (laughs) same time um you know it's just from i don't know if guys go through those sorts of outlandish gigs to get girls (laughs) As he does, I I would really hope not. I would hope no one would lie and say that they're a Yankee. And anyway, um, but it's kind of like a play on that type of character and really showing you, wow, he's really got some emotional hurt going on. He just everything's a challenge. He's afraid to face his own emotions. He's afraid to be vulnerable. He's right. afraid to, I mean with his whole relationship with Nora, not to get super high met your mother in this, but um, yeah, just that feeling of pity that like kind of, Oh my gosh, that's so pathetic. And how all the <laughs> friends see him as pathetic. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's sad because, you know, there's a lot of guys who, again, like, like society kind of as, you know, for, for, you know, to be kind of crass here, kind of, bastardized like relationships sometimes and so like dudes you know or f boys will get their their value inherently and again to make a clear distinction between people who just want to be casual and and f boys because like if you want to be casual and you're secure 
do that. That's fine. We, we love we love personal freedom and choice, whatever. But like, there are some people again, the people who manipulate others, who you're right, like they have that hole inside of them, they have that insecurity. And, and maybe if we want to psych- psychoanalyze here, maybe it's the fact that they do not feel good enough. Maybe that's what it is. And and they get the value to to boost their self-esteem out of, like, getting with girls because the girls are giving them instant gratification. And mm. they can't – they're not emotionally capable enough to handle a relationship. So, therefore, the only thing they can do is to be physical with someone and, and quickly. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. I think that's <laughs> – I think that's why it happens, and um, and, and especially like you know, because we all th- there's been times where you go through phases, like you know, the slut phase as they call it. Like everybody's been there. Like trust me, like it just happens. So like, but if it if it happens for like a long time and it's kind of repeated and just like keeps on like this whole cycle, then you really gotta look at this person and and say like what's what's going on here? Like are you okay? Because I think that. Again, there's exceptions, but I think that everybody wants a person. They want to be in a relationship. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes, you know, time in life or, you know, like time is everything. You know, sometimes it's just, it's just not the right time. And that's fine. But, like, it's not in, inherent to human nature to want to sleep around for, for your entire life. It's just not – just doesn't happen. And especially to be manipulative like that, like, that's just – Nobody does that. You have to be a psychotic to to do that for years, um, and that's why Barney's or just, more. Yeah, <laughs> that's why Barney is like, you know, so crazy of a character to think about because, like, who would actually do that for for years and years and years? It's just insane. Because um, I think when, like, as much as like sometimes guys go along with the game or you know they try and like embellish a little bit to try and get girls because they want to seem cool or sick or whatever. Like, if you keep living that lifestyle, that's eventually who you're going to be. Like, your actions end up becoming who you are. And, like, so, like, especially when you've done that for a while, these guys think, oh, well, that's all I'm capable of. Like, I'm, I'm not actually capable of love or finding a good emotional connection. So they feel like that's they're all, all they're good for. When in reality, like, no, like, you, you can do better, you know, so... So Keith, yeah. to bring it back, yes. I know you posted on your story yes. asking if anybody had any questions about F boys. Why don't we go check out and see if there are any good questions? <laughs> well, quite frankly, and uh, it's a little sad. Nobody said anything. So oh, heartbreaking! Heartbreaking over here. Oh my but, goodness! But we will go to the DMs because that's where we had a lot of uh, a lot of good um, good conversations I had with some people. Um, so this one girl. Um, actually, believe it or not, uh, this girl, I, I went on a, uh, actually I didn't, I didn't go on a date with her technically. Um, her and I were flirting. Um, I was interested in her, but then, you know, I was also talking with another girl and decided to pursue her. And then, you know, to which I told the other girl that I, you know, she wasn't interested, which, you know, mm-hmm. ended fine. You know, I was upfront. I was honest. It's all good. She replied to the story and she said, Apparently, I can only date F-boys, haha, I can spot them from a mile away. So, I don't know if I sent you this meme or not, but there was a tweet as well. It said, um, from this girl named Laura, or her name's Laura, um, and her Twitter thing is Offsys, I don't know. Uh, She said, I told my homegirl, quote, I attract F-boys. She was like, quote, you're a woman, 
a pretty woman. You attract everyone. Then you choose the F-boys. And she said, I, I damn near jumped out of my car. <laughs> so I don't know. A, so it's just kind of just kind of like, you know, final wrap up on this whole conversation, you know, moving forward just about because I think going back to the, the initial start of this whole conversation of the upset, what I assume maybe this guy's just trying to, you know, is a nice guy that got rejected. But the friend, so you with your friend, the friend who wants their friend to do better and not be an F-boy or F-girl or, or, you know, or choose F-boys. Like, what do you say to that tweet of, like, you attract everyone, you choose the bad ones? Like, what do you say to that? That's tough. Because <laughs> um... it, it's kind of like saying, like, this is on – and I don't want to say this at all. Like, it's not on – you know, that's why that, that the, the original tweet that we talked about is, is a little bit uh, – it's, it's a little bit toxic. It's a little bit um, – poorly worded if you will because like it's not like we we shouldn't be blaming people who get screwed over by f-boys for f-boys behavior like bottom line f-boys need to be accountable and held accountable for their own behavior um but i think there's definitely i mean correct me if i'm wrong i think there's some truth in this this recent tweet from laura who you know like as a woman like there's plenty you have plenty of options uh, more so than guys, but like it's who you choose. Like that's kind of like you can choose to give your time to whoever, and so it's kind of a reflection on you if you choose poorly. Am I wrong about that, or you know, partially yes, partially no. Um, I'm the only reason I say, oh goodness, it's it's so tough because, like yes, sometimes we do choose f boys because again, it goes back to that. I'm trying to change them. I'm trying to be the one to get the F-boy to change, to not be an F-boy anymore. Right. The other, the other part of it is, um, you know, maybe they're just not meeting the right types of people or maybe they're um, not putting themselves out there. Or there's, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why people don't meet, like, if you're going to be standoffish and kind of like have some RBF, like <laughs> most, the most, the most people who are going to come up to you are, are going to be F boys because they're the ones that are confident enough, maybe hollowly, but they're the ones that are confident enough to like come up to some random person. Maybe like if you smile a little bit more, you'll attract different kinds of people. I don't know. Right. You know, it's a really tough question to ask, but I mean, many people find themselves just picking f-boy after f-boy after f-boy after f-boy and it's like maybe you're just looking for a physical attraction maybe you are also being a little bit of an f person or maybe you're not being conscientious of what your own values are and kind of like what you want out of your situation like if you're honest with yourself and you're able to say okay my values are x y and z and after talking to the F-boy for maybe, like, a little bit, you'd be able to tell, okay, their values are not X, Y, and Z, but you justify it, like, oh, he's attractive, or you justify it by, oh, maybe his values, like, X and kind of Y. So, like, you know, maybe, I mean, there's a lot of pieces at play, so it's hard to say. Right. <laughs> I'm struggling to put this together, but no, that's... You... that's yeah, it's that's the best that I'm gonna get. <laughs> yeah, you're almost there. No, you're doing well. Um, um, no, it's, I mean that's it's definitely true. Like I think that 
you can't just look at one thing because again, it's 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 bad to blame you know females or 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 guys who pick f guys or f girls and say, oh well, clearly something's wrong with you. You keep picking poorly or whatever, because um, you know there are genuine times where, and again, that's what's so unfortunate about these f boys is that. They're so good at deceiving. Again, manipulation. Mm -hmm. They're so good at deceiving you into thinking they're a good guy that, like, it's hard. It's hard to know like who's genuine and who's not, because um, you and, and a girl could be acting upon good faith and say, "Oh yeah, this guy's a great guy," and then the guy does a one eighty, and is that the girl's mm -hmm. fault? No. So again, like the bottom line is we have to hold f boys accountable. Um, so I guess kind of the, the question that I wonder is. How, as a girl, or how do we, you know, how do we tell women, like, just these are the, the keys to not, like, because, cause, you know, to not getting a, an F-boy or not getting screwed over. Because, like, for guys, like, that's what the tweet was kind of saying was, like, oh, like, go for the chill dudes who you friend-zoned. That, that'll kind of solve this problem. Like, just, you know, that, that's guys, like, kind of, that's, that's the nice guy's motto of, like, well, if girls want to stop getting, like, screwed over, they should just go for the nice guys. Ha ha. Like, that'll just solve everything. But, like, what you're not realizing is, like, one, that still doesn't solve F-boys from being F-boys. Because they, you know, that, that, and that takes, like, that's systemic right there. That's, like, yeah. fathers need to be better role models and have better communication with their sons about how to treat women. That's one. Two, society needs to get better about what they value. Um, I think we need to stop shaming people for being in relationships or, or wanting to find love or things like that. And we got to stop kind of championing, not freedom per se, but championing like manipulation in order to get physical gratification. <clears throat> Definitely. Sorry, I'm getting really long winded here, but. <laughs> oh no, we, we love this. This is true. Um, but I was just going to say like, I, I think like, I think the main thing, so, so a lot of people replied of like, you know, the whole friend zone and F-boy thing, like, correct me if I'm wrong here, a lot of the reason why F-boys will get girls is because of the confidence. We've kind of mentioned it a lot. And I think that's what differentiates an F-boy from a uh, from a nice guy is like, like the quote nice guys. Because there's just like normal dudes who are just mm -hmm. nice, who are just fine. Right. Is that like the F-boy has the supreme confidence and enough supreme confidence that it's arrogance and it's it's the arrogance of you know not caring whether they get a girl or not because there's another one right behind them you know mm -hmm. like there's always a better girl that whole philosophy um mm -hmm. and you know not caring about somebody's emotions because you just care about yourself so it's like it's that arrogant behavior that defines a you know an f-boy um and that's kind of the confidence the confidence so much so that you don't you don't give a blank about getting anybody you just you're like right i can get whoever i want doesn't matter um but uh a good friend of mine miranda miranda myers who will be on the pod soon she messaged me and she says i find it interesting that like these nice guys kind of complain like this as if like being nice is some virtuistic thing and at first i was a little bit offended because i'm like well being nice is great you know which it is but I think mm -hmm. but what she said later was being nice needs to be a baseline of, of guys. And it just kind of kind of blew my mind a little bit because I'm like, imagine 
if all guys were nice, just you know, treated treated everyone with with respect, was you know, super nice, just just all the time, altruistic, you know, being nice without expecting anything for it. Number one, the world would be such a better place. But but number two, guys who are more attractive, who are nice, and like have like plenty of good personality qualities, would be just unstoppable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's the thing, like. Like, a lot of F-boys, if you look at them, they're hot. Like, I'll say it. Yeah. Like, they're hot. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to disagree with you on that right? one. Right? Like, and that's the thing. And that's what attracts a lot of girls to these F-boys. Is, and that's what, as, like, as, as me as a dude, we see. We see, you know, I, I mean, I, I don't believe this as much anymore, you know, since talking to, you know, girls and just growing up. <laughs> but, you know, when I was in high school, we'd always say, oh, like, why do the hot girls always go for the hot dudes, even though they're, like, annoying or whatever? It's because they're hot, but also because they're like, they're confident in themselves. And like, sometimes like, that's just what they're attracted to. You can't help what somebody likes, you know, you can only control what you do. And like, if a girl doesn't think you're attractive, that's her right, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, so you can't force anything. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what people are also saying too about the friends. And we talked, we've already had a friends in episode, but yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the thing, like. These nice guys, they think that their actions will get them girls. And that's that's what Jordy and I were kind of saying was it's not just about your actions. Like, you can act nice to whoever you want. But, like, being a solid, like, uh, I, don't, I don't know what the word is. Like, being a solid person, like quality mate, if you will, mm-hmm. takes so much more than that. It's being well-rounded. It's... You know, like if you have like say dude X and dude X is a super quote nice guy and does a bunch of nice things for girls and is like giving them flowers, doing the homework, whatever, that doesn't mean this guy's gonna should or deserves like to get everybody. You know, like right. he could be, you know, one and you can't help how attractive you are, like and you don't wanna be shallow. But like this guy could have a bad personality, he could have, you know, some insecurities, he could, you know, just not be interesting you know who knows like there's plenty of things that like you as a mate can do to make yourself more attractive that doesn't regard like being hot like mm-hmm. i mean i mean it's and it comes more prevalent as you get older that's what i'm told <laughs> that's what my mom that's what my mom tells me you I know hope so. Fair's up. <laughs> like keep your handsome guy people don't realize that later but <laughs> i'm just kidding but um I mean, would you agree, like, from where you were, in, you know, say, as a freshman to where you are now, like, would you say you value more non-physical traits in someone? Yes, definitely. Um, I'd say just, like, being a well-rounded person, having some sort of common interests, and being open to, like, I don't know, try new things. That's something, those are some things that I find attractive now that I didn't really find attractive for six years ago. Right. I mean, before I was just going for the most attractive person that I could see and within reaching distance. And right. Now I'm like, ooh, that person, um, mm, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what their personality, okay, so one of my friends hit me with this a couple years back and they were like, oh, that girl so I was with two guy friends and one of the guys said oh that girl's a perfect 10 she's a dime (laughs) right so he's just like in love with this girl and the other guy goes yeah but does she have a good personality (laughs) and like it hit me it hit my friend who said the girl was a dime like 
you don't know what kind of personality they have. So how can you base your attraction to someone? Obviously, there's going to be that initial attraction, but like any deeper connection that you're going to have with someone just off of physical looks, you know? Right. Who knows? That gorgeous person could be an F-boy. You don't know. Yeah. So, you yeah, you never know until you actually get in there, talk to them, make sure that their actions align with their words and, you know... That I think that I think right there is the key as to how you figure out what kind of it whether a guy is an f boy or not. It's like okay, are they playing games? Are they spending twelve hours waiting to respond, or are they responding? Yeah. Like, do they have reasons why they're not responding? That kind right. of thing. Like, are they making plans with me? Are they like kind of flighty? Are they? checking other options with other girls yeah exactly it's like have you heard anything about them it, there's a lot of ways to like f- okay coming from a research based person from i'm a research person which in special words means i basically i'm kind of a stalker anyway, <laughs> i'm like you like if you dig a little deeper you'll figure out what you need to know you know right. like and i don't mean to say like i go out and i follow no i'm just saying like the the evidence is in the pudding you know you'll find it you'll right. you'll if you figure out okay is this person just talking to me are they talking to someone else like what's going on here like why are you waiting 12 hours to respond why are you doing this why are you leaving me on red like is this a game you know right. it's it's just gauging and being able to figure out okay this person is genuinely into me oh this person's not genuinely into me okay you know um i forgot what i was saying but yeah that i mean there's our big question that we didn't really have answered as to what you tell a girl (laughs) right well i think honestly i i I think you might agree with this i think the genuine dudes and uh, maybe there's some people out there who won't agree with this but like for me i'm a terrible liar like and and, you Mm -hmm. know of course like you know if it comes to like getting in trouble with my mom like obviously i'm not going (laughs) to tell her certain things but I think everybody's this way to a certain extent of, like, if you're genuine, you, you, you'll you show your genuine, you know, genuineness. I don't know if the you know, word for genuine, like, the quality of being genuine is. I can't remember that <laughs> noun. But, like, um, like it'll show. You, you, it'll, it'll show, like, at, over time. So, like, yeah. and the more genuine you are, the more forthcoming you are. Because you have nothing to hide and you're securing yourself. Mm-hmm. And you don't need to be afraid of, like, oh, no, like... Is this girl gonna like me for if I say this thing? It's like, oh, I think this thing, and I'm okay if you don't, you know, agree or whatever. Yeah, it's like that's maturity. Yeah. You know? When you're young, it's like, oh well, this person's attractive, so if I say, and I know they like this, so if I say that I don't like that, then maybe they won't like me. It's like, honey, get a personality, <laughs> <laughs> stand up for your own beliefs, like figure out who you are and. Get right. your identity together and don't be ashamed of who you are. Be who you are and communicate right. honestly. And, oh, and that's gosh. The, and that's the thing. Like, I mean, girls, as I mentioned, like they have the emotional intelligence and they're very intuitive. Sometimes mm-hmm. a little overthinking, if I may Definitely. say. Definitely, one hundred percent. But like, they're gonna find you out. Like that's the thing. Yeah. So like, and that's yeah. As as you get more mature, you're more forthcoming and like, you know, eventually like. They're going to see through it. They're going to see, oh, this guy is a really nice dude. Or, oh, this guy is kind of an FB. Like, you know, an yeah. F-boy. It's just kind of what happens. Um, yeah. 
I want maturity is very obvious. Sorry, I keep cutting you off. <laughs> no, no, no. It's no. I, I feel like I'm cutting you off. But uh, I was gonna say uh, before we wrap this up, just kind of like going back to like why do f boys get girls? Uh, I just want to talk about the attraction, so to speak. And a lot, I, I you know a couple of the DMs they were telling me about like you know the reason why girls go for these guys is because well one like it's a fallacy to think that like their attractiveness isn't in play and that's like kind of what differentiates yeah. themselves between nice guys is like sometimes nice guys just aren't attractive you know right. like sometimes it's, that's just what happens like i'm just attracted to the to this type of person yeah. but would you say like and maybe if you've felt this maybe describe you know why this happens of like the bad boy and like why are girls so interested in the bad boy because i've been t- like as I've said before, with dudes, it's the blind leading the blind out here. So, like, mm-hmm. we'll hear from other guys of, like, oh, yeah, like, girls find it more attractive when you don't care, blah, blah, blah. Like, what you know, like, so you want to be you want to be kind of, you know, kind of a douche, you know, for, for apologies for my language here. But uh, you you, you want to act like a douche because they'll like you more. Like, what is the what is the method in that? Do girls know about that? And, like, if so, like. What is the attract? What is the attraction of being aloof or kind of like playing hard to get? Is that like a good thing? I mean, why, why is that so attractive? That's a really tough question. <laughs> um, I haven't particularly been attracted to bad guys for the most part. Um, but um, so you're saying if if a guy walked in on his motorcycle with a with a leather jacket and tattoos, you wouldn't be you wouldn't be all over him. I mean, that's just not my type, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I will say that being aloof and having that, like, you know, you don't want someone too eager. Right, or clingy. Clingy or needy or, um, like, for example, there was this one guy who has been trying to talk to me for a very long time, and he kind of creeps me out, so I blocked him for a little bit. Right, so so you blocked Zach Efron. No, I didn't. Okay, whatever. I blocked it. Cody Bellinger. And then, uh, oh, I wish. And then <laughs> very recently, I was like, you know what? I feel kind of bad. I'll unblock him. I won't follow him, but I'll unblock him, right? He, like, literally within 35 minutes, I am followed again. I am. I have a DM. I have, like, hey, how are you doing? What's up? I'm just like, oh, my gosh, leave me alone. Like, this is too much. Right. Whereas the guy that, like okay, I tried following him, uh, he didn't try following me back for, like, another eight or ten hours, he's kind of mysterious, I wonder, uh, he might, he sounds like he's, like, interesting, or busy, or in, like, has something going on, you know, maybe, I, you know, the more time that grow, that goes by, the more you think about all of the, oh my gosh, I'm, wow, <laughs> yeah, you, you just, you think about the potential, it's, it's mysterious, you know, we want to get right. to know more, you know, it's like, why do we watch um, thriller movies or mystery movies? Because we're intrigued. We get, you know, why are there hooks in books? So that, like, you're hooked in. You're interested. Right. You know, if if things were plainly laid out for you and we're like, I like, if someone was just like, I think you're gorgeous. Like, I love you. Like, I we have the same. <laughs> inter- like, that just, it's just not, like, it's just like, eh. Okay, well, this guy's here. Like, he wants me, but there's nothing like. Oh. <laughs> but we, okay, this that sounds so bad. Well, I know it's funny because like guys <laughs> will be like, "Oh no, I'm a pretty girl. Someone wants to go out with me." Like, but 
I think that's honestly because like girls have a lot of options. Like guys don't, you know, it's just kind of the way it works. Like guys go for girls. Girls don't necessarily mm-hmm. go for guys. So it's like it's hard to know when, you know, a guy, a guy like again, that's a whole other conversation about like, you know, dudes not going feeling, after going after right or, or guys feeling like they're you know not like needed. That sounds whiny, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Um, but what I will say, so like, yeah, for us, you know, it's 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 kind of weird to hear like, oh, we, like, sorry, pause. So <laughs> yeah. last week on on the the friend zone pod with Jordy, she said like girls like to work for it, and so with the nice guys, they just kind of give it up easy, where they're like, oh, like I'm just gonna give you everything, like, and. and that's not yeah. what you want. I'm I'm there for the chase. I like to chase after girls and like you know mm-hmm. kind of, it's give and take. And so it's like it's kind of fun when, you know, you get little bits and pieces of of like who a person is. Like yeah, you know you don't want to give it all away real quickly because then it's like, what's the point? Yeah, exactly. You want to slowly get to know someone and like have them reveal themselves to you in like little bits. Not, right. like, give them the whole pie at the beginning. Like, that's just too much. Like, I can't eat a whole pumpkin pie in one sitting. <laughs> it's like I eat a little piece, and then I eat another little piece. I'm like, oh, I really like pumpkin pie. Maybe after I finish this one, I'll get another one, and I'll keep talking to this guy. I don't know. Kaylee, <laughs> uh, <laughs> come on. We know we've all, we've all know at, at uh, this past Thanksgiving you scarfed down a whole pie. Let's, let's be frank here. Okay, only a pie and a half. But it, anyway, <laughs> yeah. besides the point. Um, but, yeah, I mean... You know, it's kind of playing the game, but it's being smart about it because, like, like I said, you don't want to reveal too much and then, mm-hmm. you know, get emotionally invested before the other. It, oh, it's such a happy medium as to how you have to play these things. Well, and I don't mean play as in a game, but right. I mean just, um, you know, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, no, I got you. Life's all about balance. Like that's exactly. and I, I've said that a bajillion times, and it's true. Like, it's all about balance. Like, you never want to go in too eager and be too clingy because that is a definite turnoff. Um, mm-hmm. But you also don't want to be too aloof and too, um, too mysterious because then you just seem like you're an F you're boy. You're interested. Yeah, or, yeah, or disinterested. What would you say to? the fellas out there who are going to listen to this pod, hopefully, um, about uh, kind of striking that balance of showing you're interested but not being too clean. Because I think guys a lot, they, you know, especially when we're learning, when we're growing up, we don't know how to strike that balance. I mean, for me, like, <laughs> you know, like like the double text or the triple text. Not that I did this all the time, like no, I was a monster <laughs> or anything like that. But that was a, that was a mistake I, I, I have made in the past where you like, you shoot him a double text because you, you're like, oh, no, she hasn't responded in, like, five hours. You know, stuff you did in high school. But, like, what would you say to, to guys in college or maybe, you know, young adults to try and strike the balance between, you know, being kind of mysterious and, like, interesting versus giving too much? Oh, that's a tough one. That's a really tough question. Um, first of all, double texts are fine if they're, like, together, like, Okay, so don't double text, like, don't send a text and then not get a response and then send another text and make the girl feel bad, because that's just, that's not, don't do that. (laughs) Like, you can send two texts at the same time, and that's not a double text. Um, 
that's the first thing that I want to address. The second thing now, um, how to strike that balance of like knowing when, um, I mean, it's so hard and kind of difficult to put that into words. Um, I'd say just like, like just try and get yourself out there and like get some experience and see what sticks and what doesn't stick. Um, I I know that's a tough thing to say, but like, um, each rejection is going to make the eventual girl even better. You know, you have to get through (laughs) some of the game to like get through some of the, just get your heart broken a bunch of times and it'll be worth it. Yeah, exactly. And then in the end, it'll all be good. Um, I'd say that, uh, Right. Definitely, but kind of. There's a. Ugh, it's so hard. Um, be, just being, just not showing all your cards. Just you know, right. just. And then hopefully, if she's also interested, she's not going to show all her cards. So it's kind of like, you just. Oh, that's a good thing to say. You should play it off of what energy the girl is giving you. I was about to say that myself. Oh my gosh. I just hit me like a wall of bricks. You should just play <laughs> it off. See, kind of like match her energy. Exactly. And, like, and kind of like vibe and see kind of like, okay, if she's oversharing, then maybe you think, hmm. Or if she's not undersharing, it's like, okay, match her and kind of see where right. it's going. But. You know, you just got to try your best and just know there's how many freaking people in this world. And there's got to be at least one, maybe 10 of really awesome people out there for you. So this is true. You know, just got to have stay hopeful. Don't give up and be cool about it. You know, (laughs) just be cool. Uh, Yeah, just be cool. So I was going to say, just uh, to kind of go, you know, piggyback off your point about matching, uh, you know, the person's energy. I mean, that's just essential. Like, it, you know, because going after a partner or a significant other, it's a dance. It's all about the dance. There's a give and there's a take. So, like, you know, if you're trying to, uh, you know, if a girl's trying to waltz, she's going a little bit slow. She's taking her time. She's eloquent. You don't want to come in, you know, doing the Dougie or something like that, or you know, trying to trying to do the shuffle or something like that, right? <laughs> and it should be should be turned off, or or he or whoever. Like, the point is, you got to match the energy, and and if it ain't there, you know, say say you've been talking for, you know, two and a half weeks, three weeks or something, and it's just not there, you know, you, you're because you know, for me, I like to talk, and I you like to talk as well. Like we're just this is who we are as people, and if you have people that are more chill and take their time between texting that can get annoying and so and then maybe that's just not your person that's just not the person for you but again like you got to be able to match their energy um and be willing to play the game i think like you kind of want to this sounds like kind of wrong but you kind of want to breadcrumb them a little bit yeah that's a good really good strategy like you're not being aloof or or being douchey like leave them on red but you're not like responding right away or whatever at least yeah at least until you've been talking for a while you know what i mean at least make it seem like you're interesting or you have something going on in your life you right know? don't just like <laughs> act like like don't text them 24 7 and be like yeah i have nothing going on i'm just texting you because i have bored and i have nothing else to do right that's just they're just gonna be like you are a boring person well i think more i, I mean that's definitely true i think also with that is 
maybe too it's like oh crap i lost my point <laughs> well i think it's so high school yeah oh and to text someone 24 7 right yeah it's like do you have a life but i think too it's like i don't know like that's tough because for me i'm like a communicative person like right I'll, I'll always you know respond back but i think too it's like it, it's kind of I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I had a really good point. I just lost it. <laughs> so I had a guy last night text me at like 10 o'clock, be like, oh, sorry, got to go to work tomorrow. Got to go to bed for work tomorrow. Like, talk to you soon. And I was like, oh, damn. Like, you know, like, oh, you you have like you're conscientious. You're going to go to sleep now and wake up for work. And it was like very mature, adult, very mature, adult, like totally okay with not talking to me until like 12 p.m 12 a.m you know like it, it which was like a breath of fresh air to me because right. it's like yo like you don't care what's going on like he's like i'm sorry but i gotta go to work tomorrow so i gotta go to bed and it's like that i respect that so much and it's like kind of that air of like mystery like damn like okay you know like i don't have you 24 7 and like i like that i like not texting someone 24 7 because then it, like, leaves things to talk about in person and mm-hmm. really get, like, the real vibe. Because, like, you know, when you're texting, it's just, like, you're just saying things. But when you say it, like, face-to-face, you get, like, real reactions. Right. Like, you can read people a lot better, obviously, face-to-face communication as opposed to um, uh, computer-mediated communication. So it's it's very – it's a good it's a good balance for sure. Right. Um, and just, like I said, not being overly – like just available right you know just be interesting well here's okay that's so here's here's what i think is more important uh not saying your point your point is less important but here's what i think that uh like i agree with that just to add on to it i think Mm -hmm. that for guys they think that if you text them a lot they're like oh they're responding back like sometimes like people just don't want to be rude (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. and it's like 100 uh well i don't want to like not respond to you but, like, you send me a text, so I kind of have to. When you're getting to know someone early on, it's about quality, not quantity. Definitely. And, like, so when you're thinking about, oh, well, I have to text them all the time. No, no, you don't. Like, I could have, let's just say, if we're talking about, you know, this purpose of this argument, quality versus quantity, you could have, like, 2,000 texts in the span of a week. I don't know how much that is. That seems like a lot. Let's see. <laughs> Divide by seven, I don't know. But that's a lot of text. Let's just say let's like 200 or something, right? Mm-hmm. So you can think about that and be like, damn, like, you know, look at that. 200 texts, like, they must be having a really good relationship or whatever. But if you look at the quality of those, it could be like, what are you doing today? Oh, I'm going to school. Oh, what class do you have? You know, it's where it's just kind of, or. Hey, what's up? How was your day? Right. Oh, it was good. Yours good too. Oh, cool. What are you doing now? Yeah. It's small talk, right? And I know it's. A lo- it's- a lot of girls small talk right don't like small talk but so if you talk about quality versus quantity you know say if you have 50 texts but you know one of those is hey like what are you afraid of most in this world or whatever you know <laughs> obviously you don't want to go that deep but like yeah no but like definitely like something a little bit more deeper less surface level less exactly uh let's just talk to each other so then we like we're talking to each other it's like if we're gonna talk we're gonna talk you know and that's fine if it's just like an hour a day or like it's like just like a hey checking in 
wondering how you're doing, kind of like, um, I, that's the kind of, I, yeah. <laughs> nice, nice, always so yeah. eloquent. Oh gosh, I lost my train of thought, okay. because I was like, what I'm saying is pretty contradictory, but at the same time, <laughs> it's, um, it's all about a good balance. Yeah, um, you know, it's all about balance. I, I think for me, like, you know, the, like, the key, well, I know when, like, something's going really well is where you have multiple conversations in the one conversation. I don't know if you ever have that, but, like, where you'll be just, like, the texts are long. So, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't even matter. Like, that's the thing. Like, guys just have to be patient. Like, and yeah. if you're impatient, there's nothing that drives a girl away more than that. Oh, 100%. So, like, think good things take time. Or a time. guy. Or a guy, you know. What? If you're in, if you're impatient towards a guy, that'll drive them away. Oh as well. yeah, because yeah, exactly. Like it's, it's all about the balance. You gotta strike it well, um, and yeah, the main thing is just like, like, you know, I would rather personally have like a like a super long text that's like deep and talking about your emotions and like, oh yeah, you know, if, if the question's like, hey, like, you know, what are you afraid of most in this world or whatever, which I know seems like stupid and you know cliche. No, but that's that's a serious. Yeah. And and they don't respond. Kind of thing that you could connect with someone. Right. And let's say they don't respond for like hours or something. But they respond like at the end of the day when they're like, you know, back home from school or whatever. And they say like, oh, you know, like I'm scared of most of this world is, you know, I don't know, like not achieving my dreams because I'm super passionate about blah, 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 blah. Like the total number of texts that day could be like five. But the Mm -hmm. quality of those was huge. And you just made emotion, you know, you just made a breakthrough and they reveal more about themselves. You're getting a better picture of who they are. You share about yourself. It's just a good thing. Um, Definitely. But I forgot what I was going to say. There was another point I was going to bring up. Oh, okay. Right. So, okay, we need to wrap up the podcast. I'm sure people by now are probably like, oh, when are they going to end? But <laughs> even though I do enjoy this conversation, I was going to say, so So on the IG I put, you know, talking about F-boys, what they are. But my biggest question is, just, just for the, you know, the piece of advice for people listening, how do you spot one? How do you spot an F-boy? No, and, and, and I know it's funny because, like, <laughs> me and my friends will do this as a joke, ironically, of, like, like, hey, yo, girl, ah, ha, ha. Like, we'll do that kind of, like, <laughs> F-boy laugh of, like, ah, oh ha, gosh. ha, you know? Oh, my God. And, like, there's, there's this, because there's, there's a bunch of comedians that will do that. Like, this uh, this one guy, like, he, he posted a video of, like, F-boys trying to, like, get at this girl. And they were doing, like, a bunch of funny pickup lines. It was, like... It was like, ha ha, ayo girl, are you the equator? Because, you know, it's just like little dumb, sting, yeah. dumb things like that or whatever. <laughs> um, but, yeah, anyway, so, so like, what does an F-boy actually look like? Is it a guy that kind of, like, dresses like a skater or, you know, with the backwards hat and, like, that sort of thing? Or could they maybe look a little bit different? Is, is it as easy as what they look like or is it more just kind of an attitude thing? Like, how do you spot an F-boy in, in the wild? Oh, that's hard. Um, well, first clue, you spot an F-boy if he's talking to multiple girls at one time in a large group setting of people. Right. Um, what if he's just a friendly dude? Key. He could be a friendly dude. Who knows? <laughs> but I've seen a lot of F-boys just hoarded by girls or, you know, it's waiting in line. Girls are talking to them. Like, wow. Gary? Or, like, you know, like, just really just you know you you by see just people watching you know sure um that's one way uh that's so hard it's 
part of, okay so my initial reaction to your question is completely wrong and totally <laughs> cliche and just so wrong like i i don't even want to say it I'm no so no, no you to gotta say, say it. it but <laughs> you spot a f boy by looking for the attractive people in the room mm. which is so bad and i shouldn't say that sure but you know, someone once told me, that it was kind of like a joke, but not really. They were like, yeah, pretty people have no substance. And, like, <sighs> that's not true. And that's a very hot take for someone to make. But, like, have I interacted with a lot of pretty people? Yes. Have some of them had no substance? Yes. And, like, oh, God. Kaylee, I, I mean, we I, can't, I, all, all us hot <laughs> people can't all have substance. I mean, come on. It's just too high oh of a standard. God. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I, it's, uh, it's so tough, but, like... <laughs> Most attractive people, most F-boys, like you said, you said it yourself. You said most F-boys are attractive and can get whatever they want whenever they want. Yeah. So, like, it, like, for some reason, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm just going to take, do this hot take right here. Sure. Most attractive guys, not all, I'd say, like, 50 to 75%, maybe, if you, it's because 75 to 50% are single or whatever, so Anyway, you find, you, most hot guys are either F-boys or they're in relationships. Yeah. They're either, like, really good guys and they're in relationships and they've been in relationships for a long time or they're just messing around. I don't... Because that's the thing. You don't see a lot of attractive people kind of just, like, chilling, <laughs> not either sleeping around or not, like, looking for a relationship. And if they're attractive, it's not going to be hard for them to find a relationship. If they're sleeping around... It's not going to be hard for them to find people to sleep around with. Yep. So, I mean, long story short, attractive people are mostly F-boys. But, I mean, there are also, like, non-attractive F-boys who oh, are just so supremely true. confident for no reason. Like, they they have no reason to be confident. But then they just, like, put on that confident ego. And, like, got, girls are just like, oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I mean, you know, oh, gosh, that's F. I'm going to leave it at that. I'm just going to no, stop that's, there. That's, well, okay. Here, here's what I'll say. I think just uh, because, I mean, I love people watching too. It's just so much fun because you just see the way people interact. I think for me, a key F-boy indicator. It's like, <laughs> so the reason why the ahaha is so funny <laughs> is because it's... I can't take that seriously. It's because it's true. Oh, I mean, it, it's because I think like... ha <laughs> No, it's like, it's 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 because well, firstly, it's a fake laugh, and yeah, like, <laughs> so they're like they're laughing to try and like make you feel good again, kind of the manipulation thing. But mm -hmm. the main thing I see with F boys is the investment and lack thereof. So whenever I see an F boy out in the wild or whatever at a bar or something, it's just the look on their face. Like whenever they're talking to a girl, they don't care. The investment is not there. They're not super engaged with the conversation. They're kind of looking around. You know, the body language is super important. Um, they're not like, they're not really giving good eye contact um, mm -hmm. because they don't want to show that they're invested in the conversation. Um, and they're just trying to be like, oh, okay, you're kind of interesting. Like, I'll maybe pay attention to you. You know, mm -hmm. it's the air of, yeah, I could do better than you. Like, yeah, you need to win over my approval type thing. Mm -hmm. and that's kind of that's how you can kind of spot an f-boy um whereas i think like and i think also too when i when i usually see f-boys 
I don't usually see them having fun, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Like, you don't, you never see them laughing or being super, like, loose. Like, genuinely laughing. Yeah. Like, like, letting themselves kind of be themselves. They're always, they've always got this mask on. Yeah. Like, I've always got this persona because maybe, like we said earlier with the psychoanalysis, maybe they really are just insecure to be themselves. Right. And are afraid that themselves isn't enough. And that's the thing. That, and it's ironic because they're going against, you know, kind of one of their idols, Future. And Future said, hey, mask off, right? Like, and, and they're yeah. not doing that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, oh, kidding. my goodness. No, but... Uh, <laughs> funny, funny, funny. Uh, no, but um, it's true, though. Yeah, it's just, again, it's it's kind of using whatever means necessary to look hot, to look attractive. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. kind of like their only, their only bag, when you think about it. Yeah, like they don't have substance. They're just... Right. They're just put. They just have a mask on. Right, this is true. There okay. you go. I think. I think there we, it is. I think we solved it. Okay. Before we go, any tips to? Uh, well, firstly, uh, just kind of bringing it back to like the meme. Any tips to say you have a friend? Uh, we'll first start off with a friend, a girlfriend, of yours that keeps picking poorly. What advice do you give to them? Let me pick for you, ho. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Um, yes. No, 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 um, um, I think you really gotta not necessarily look as inward as the tweet says, the meme says, but really look at what you're looking for in, at, with your potential partner and realize, are you looking for the right things? Are you kind of being, oh God, this is so hard. Um, are are you, it's the bottom line. Are you looking for the right things? Are you prioritizing certain values or are you prioritizing physical attraction or are you prioritizing, um, like what someone does instead of who they are? Like, for example, I've in the past mostly been attracted to one certain classification of people and tall white dudes. with no okay. <laughs> <laughs> relax well let's chill out for a second um i've been attracted to mostly athletes um Typical. and very recently i realized like i'm being attracted to what they do not who they are and like that's been pretty changing for me to be able to be like okay you take away the sport you take away who is this person and it's like do they value what i value do they value like education like i do do they value like family do they value their religion you know like all these little things it's like are you checking to see if those things align or are you just going off of the attraction and be like oh i want to get someone who's who plays baseball who's like gorgeous you know it's Immaturity. I forgot what the question was, but I hope that answers it. No, it's definitely true. Uh, and then, what do you say to uh, to I guess you know people like your friend who are f boys and kind of having like that like f boy mentality to kind of be like, hey, that's not right. Like, what do you say to that? You know, it, in talking with my friend, it's like, come on, dude, why are you being like this? What are you? why are you emotion? why are you doing this you know what like it's not gonna make you feel any better to hurt this girl you know it's not 
like, okay, it's not gonna do anything for you. It's gonna hurt you more in the long run. So let's really figure out why the f you're doing this and why you're <laughs> <laughs> you're you feel the need to um to compensate for your own personality by just sleeping with people and let's see if you can actually accept yourself for who you are and be genuine with this with a person and not be afraid of what the outcome is going to be and not be afraid of being rejected for being who you are and be okay with that you know accept the fact that you're not right for that person but it's fine because there's a lot of other people it's like one person is not going to be the end of the world like just because someone doesn't like you doesn't mean that no one else will and like just realize that like being who you are is totally okay yeah sorry that was long way but there it is no it's true and 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 to kind of wrap it up like i think that like as you get older and this sounds so dumb because like it's so true and we're proving all our parents right here but as we get older um like all the cliches become true one of there's always more fish in the sea and two just be yourself like there is it sounds so dumb but i'll say it to the to the day i die like just be yourself because that's the only person you can be is yourself and it's like too much effort to it, be it really is else. and like that's the thing too is like when you find someone who loves you for you for who you are and your genuine self like the most genuine kaylee or the most genuine keith like it is amazing because you don't have to do anything you just have to be yourself and be the best version of that and you know of course you know be healthy and you know all that good stuff but like when you find someone that accepts you for like the best version of you and and makes you want to be that way like it's just so amazing because then you don't have to change you don't have to try and be someone you're not and live a lie and it's just yeah. that's, that's the point a fraud exactly you know? <laughs> feeling like a fraud is the worst feeling in the world no it's true and that's and that's and it, it'll get you like if you're if you're a nice guy out there listening to the pod and you feel like oh like why won't girls go for me like just be yourself man like and and like and don't and don't take so much investment if someone likes you or not people are gonna like what they're gonna like and you have to be Again, that's the confidence. Get that confidence in yourself to be able to say, this girl doesn't like me for me. That's okay. That's her decision mm-hmm. and that's fine. Um, stop getting so hung up on, you know, rejection. Like, And I know it's easier, way easier said than done. But when you can yeah, get to 100%. a point, when you can get to a place where you're okay with someone rejecting you, then you know you've, you, you're in a good place. So Yeah. One of my... So I, at my first school, one of my teammates, she gave me the best advice I've ever gotten in my life. She got to a point where she stopped walking into a room and wondered, are they going to like me? And the question became, am I going to like them? Hmm. You know, you want to be able to walk into a room and not give a flying bleep what anyone else thinks of you and just assess whether you like people and you like what's going on because the people you like are the people that are going to like 
make your life better, not the people who you're worried if they like you or you're worried if they're going to think highly or lowly of you or what anyone else thinks of you. What everyone else thinks of you doesn't matter. They don't know you. Only you know you. So right. live your life. Be you. This is true. This is true. Okay. Well, Kaylee, uh, I appreciate you coming on the pod. This was a great conversation. Uh, anything else you would like to add before we go? I am not an NCAA champion, but oh. I appreciate the sentiment. <laughs> I was a com- NCAA competitor, but Ooh. I was not a champion. So uh, I, that was on my mind this whole time. Oh, my <laughs> but, goodness. Um, I just, yeah. <laughs> Typical athlete. But yes. No, um, yeah. Don't hey. let one girl or one guy get you down. You know, that's not the end of the world. This There's is plenty true. of fish in the sea. <laughs> as cliche as it is it's very true okay folks that was the the one the only mrs mrs best show so thank you so much for coming on the pod thank you so much for listening this has been the third edition of the garbage chronicles hope you enjoyed it we'll be back with another episode soon but yeah kaylee anything else you want to say before we go just want to say goodbye to the peeps thanks for listening hope to see you guys real soon all right folks take it easy we'll talk to you later bye